Hi, I'm Mike White. And I'm Rob St. Mary. And we're the hosts of the Projection Booth Podcast. If you haven't heard of the Projection Booth, that's okay. But we think it's time that you have. We've been doing this for over three years now. And we think we're doing a pretty good show. Every week we look at a different film and put it in context. We try to bring you interviews with the people behind the films. Or experts on a subject matter covered in the film. We don't specialize in any one particular genre or type of film. We try to examine every aspect of cinema. From every corner of the globe. Even at three years, we barely just scratched the surface. But we're ready. We're ready for you to listen to us. That's right. Now's the time to give us a shot. Download us through our free smartphone app. Or through Stitcher, iTunes, Geek Juice Radio, Jackalow. Or our website. Projection-booth.com. We'll keep making great shows. Now it's your turn to listen to Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Hey, it is another episode of Unregimented. I am Chris. I'm Jay. I'm Aaron. It's, it's interesting listening to older, well, today on the radio. They, uh, or maybe I was listening to Pandora, actually, I think, but uh, what's the Led Zeppelin song? The one that's like super bluesy that basically is. Oh, that narrows it down. No, the one that. The, the one about squeeze my lemon till the juice runs down my leg. Lemon my, song. That's called Lemon Song? The Lemon Song, yeah. yeah. I'm listening to it. I'm like at work. It's old blues my tune. Work. Yeah, sure it is. Talk no. about jerking yeah. them off. No, I know, I know. Yeah. I understand. But I was kind of like, this is, I was almost embarrassed. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all sitting around listening to a song, mixed company, listening to a song about, you know. About play, a hand job. Play some uh, T-Bone Walker uh, uh, big hips, tight, tight dress, I think is what it is. <laughs> tight skirt. There you go. The song is a jam. Were you, were you yeah, embarrassed for the ladies? Like, like, listen. This is this whole album, actually, is probably my favorite Led Zeppelin. Oh, this is the first Zeppelin album I own. I, I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah. This has got everything you need from Led Zeppelin in one yep, album. Yep, done. I don't know. I, I think uh, so the song remains the same. Is it, or there's a no. There's a lot Houses of, of the Holy is uh, a badass album. I'm not denying that any of them are badass albums. I'm just saying, like I've had these got good times. This album, yeah. Handjobs. This is this is definitely my favorite, and three is my second favorite. More than handjobs. <laughs> See if I gotta choose between three and one after this one, I'll pick one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause one is them like that's that's as closest as you're getting to garage band Led Zeppelin ever. It's yeah. Led Zeppelin one. Right. True. So name a modern day band that's really <laughs> followed Led Zeppelin. None. The end. Clutch. No, because Clutch yeah. isn't as ubiquitous as Led Zeppelin was. And Clutch as Don't this be dissing like, Clutch. I will fucking stand up. And I'm not dissing Clutch. <laughs> one hand, bitch, slap both y'all. No, no, no. <laughs> if anything, this would be a dig on Led Zeppelin. They take themselves a little too seriously in a way that Clutch doesn't. And that's part of the yeah, brilliance of true, Clutch. True. They know how to ride that line between musicianship is amazing, actually man. being great musicians and writing crazy oh, ass songs and Clutch, shit. Oh, someone who's seen Clutch. And not taking a, themselves too seriously. 
Yeah, right. Do uh, a dragonfly, man. That song. I had a thought the song. other day that this is a uh, still yet to see d- this band live. You don't. Oh my I've heard. God. I've got a couple live recordings Dude. of this band, and they just sound amazing. It's like, amazing. I wish I was at that it's show. It's So fucking heavy and yeah. amazing. Just yeah, amazing. It's like you don't think about uh, Thanksgiving songs. Honest to God, Thanksgiving songs much. And this hit me the other day that Clutch is actually written like an actual Thanksgiving song. <laughs> Not one of my favorite clutch songs, though. Oh, this song is the jam! It's, it's great, but it's... They get all funky in the verse. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a fun song. It's not one of my favorites. No oh, man, if you listen to Dragonfly through its entirety, it's, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, or uh, even Electric Worries. That's a badass song with some fucking soul. Electric Worry. Yeah. Yep. What uh, what album is that off of? Uh, that is Electric uh, Worry. Uh, uh, no, it's, the, the, from Beale Street to Oblivion. No, it was. Uh, this is from Beale Street to Oblivion. They don't know the song titles that well. I bet they're different. No, I really don't. No, I'm not. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> well, you made me weak, and you made me this is Clutch's hit. As far as mainstream songs go yeah. now. This is oh yeah. This has been in This uh, is in like video games and movies and TV yeah. shows. Yeah, totally. You ain't worry my life. <laughs> oh, my favorite album is Blast Tyrant. Fucking They are uh not many bands that are able to uh keep a good career going and not get a lot of radio play. Like they have a, this amazing ratio to like such little amount of radio play and it's this. because go see them they're, they're yeah. one of the last yeah. bands where right. it's like go see this band like, holy shit then you go oh did you see what i sent you the other day man what uh primus and dinosaur jr oh, yeah, yeah. are coming primus oh, and dinosaur jr yeah, that would be awesome <laughs> sounds like heaven yeah it does yeah this isn't what left for dead 2 it was in one of them video game commercials. For Dead too. It's one of those. It's a video game where you shoot something. Yeah, the Mob Rules is badass too. Is it Mob Rules? Mob Goes Wild. Sorry, Mob Rules is uh, Black Sabbath. Yeah, the video is great. It's all the dudes from Jackass. Cracker Jack's badass song. Mm-hmm. We always forget about this song. No. One of the few uh, well-known trombone yeah. guitar this solo. Great. You know that old cliche. I sustained uh, internal injuries last time I saw this band. I live. think I did too. It was, was for the, it was for this album actually. Oh well, I went like 2010, 2011. Oh okay. Saw so them at the Machine Shop. Oh really? Yeah. Last time I saw them was at Clutch Cargos. and I saw them Phoenix Amphitheater. That was amazing. And tracks, one time, 
driven Aaron out of the room. Yeah, he's like, fuck Clutch, I'm out. I gotta go, guys. Yeah, it was like me and the Beatles. I gotta go. What are you gonna do about it, asshole? Sorry. Aaron said, fuck this. I'm tired of Clutch. There you go. Here's, here's the musical Tourette's <laughs> that came up in my head. <laughs> oh, man. That's brutal, dude. Yeah, I love this song. This is a band I fell out of love with rather quickly. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I they lost take- me after up. They, they lost me after up. <laughs> they had me. I remember getting up when it came out, and I hadn't really had a chance to listen to it. And I went out to a party with some friends, and I took some acid, and I came home, and I was like still going. Everybody else is asleep, and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I remember cleaning everything I could get my hands on and listening to Up on repeat and just going, this album is amazing. (laughs) And then listening to it the next day and going, what is this album? (laughs) (laughs) Like they they got me, you know, without of time like everybody else, but they got me to get interested in the back catalog. You know, and I even like Monster when not a lot of people like Monster. But Monster then, had some good shit on it. It's then, a cool album. But then up, I was uh, I don't know what's going on here. Why didn't you yeah. replace your drummer? What's happening? Honestly, I, I, this music was too happy for me back when it came out. I, I was not in the place to listen to this objectively. I love this song. So I used to do, you know, this, I hated the this dance song. that goes along with this the, the album video. that this song is on is badass. Yeah, this is all I've heard on yeah. this album. Green is an amazing oh, yeah. album. I'm sure I've heard more. And ha- this is definitely one of the main songs I know of this band, and it drives like, me crazy. That's the thing is, R.E.M., gotten noticed for these songs that they were anytime they're interviewed like oh tell us a story about Stan and I'm like you know Peter had some crazy lick on the guitar and I started making up words and we never thought the song was going to go anywhere like it's always these songs that almost didn't make it to the album right and then I don't know but when when you get to like the preachier stuff, that's when everybody starts to yeah. Tune once out they on started REM. putting, once they started trying to suck their own cocks, oh, let's let's be honest yeah. here. Yeah. Michael Stipe How got we a little go too far into his asshole. To fucking REM. This is where white. That's terrible. It's suburban. That's such a terrible trans. That's terrible. But it's a, this album is so weird. Like song to song, it jumps stylistically throughout the whole album it's i don't know but it's got some brilliant songwriting on it this is definitely the peak of their career as songwriters i think uh world leader pretend i remember california hair shirt um i was already listening to yeah. kennedy's and the b-52s i just don't think there was room for another one in there yeah like rem right <laughs> it's like well I, you know it's interesting actually there's kind of a correlation between them and clutch i liked rem better when they oh. weren't taking themselves so seriously right yeah and right. clutch b-52s dead kennedy's dead kennedy's i mean you could say that jello biafra had a message but he also didn't take himself oh, all that no, seriously about it either hilarious. right biafra's hilarious oh I, I've never been a huge Dead Kennedys fan when it came to the music. Okay. But Jello Biafra, I think, is oh, yeah. brilliant. Oh, he's absolutely brilliant. We used to listen to, he had this double CD spoken word album. I actually went to the concert for that. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. When he actually, talks about running for a senator against Diane Feinstein. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was talking about, on the CD, he said, uh, like, basically, what was it? Um, 
There goes that brain fart. <laughs> right out my brains. Um, like doing bake sales for the freaking military. You know, like yeah. why aren't our schools like well funded and we got to do bake sales for the military? Well, he didn't say bake sales for the military and I actually heckled that out and he fucking chuckled about it. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're making requests at a spoken word performance. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He was in the middle of t- actually t- telling that story about it and he didn't actually say anything about the military. He's like, how oh. come? He, was, he actually yeah, yeah, skipped I get that you, I whole get part. You. And I'm like, yeah, they should have a bake sale. And he just kind of <laughs> I get you. Because like you're I, trying to cue him, maybe. Well, no, no. The whole thing was is like I had already heard that spoken word album right. like a dozen times, and then I went and saw him live because I thought it was going to be something a little different. But it was the exact same thing was on the album, so you know I had memorized the album. <laughs> right. It's like singing out with your favorite band, you know. Holiday in Cambodia. Police trucks, awesome. You're up. I remember this song was just a bitch and guitar hero. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. this is like one of the hard songs. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess these guys were part of the California punk scene or the, the West Coast punk scene. Oh, yeah, they're all talking about all kinds of California punk. Never, never really got into any of that, I guess. They're, they were like just basically like rappers calling out politicians for being douchebags. Yeah. Pretty much what they were. You know? Rappers don't do that. They call each other out. See, I was, on, I was into the East Coast, like Fugazi. Right, right. That oh, I think Fugazi, yeah. Yeah. I just love that freaking reverb we asked the car in it, man. I never yeah. got punk music. No? I know. And you weren't that angry? I'm white. I'm supposed to, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know. I guess I was never that alienated or... I uh, wasn't really alienated. Or maybe, or maybe yeah. just, at least to my white male youth, metal appealed more. Right. I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, my punk extends to, like, the Dead Kennys of the Misfits. I don't like... I don't know, even the like Misfits the angry aren't even punk. really... Right. Like pop. I like Misfits, punk. dude. Like, older Misfits, they were, like... It was silly to me. Like, all the horror business shit. Right. And, you know, talking silly shit was great. And then Danzig started taking himself seriously. <laughs> right. It's like, douchebag. What are you doing, man? You got a good <laughs> thing going here. This, this is great and all, but this devil lock looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm out. Oh, right. I, yeah, right. <laughs> See, this that's a great fucking titty bar song right there. Well, see, buddy. this is the Danzig you had me at. Like, I could have gave two shits about the Misfits. This is the Danzig I cared about. Right. I get it. <laughs> you know, I know without the Misfits, you don't get this. But as far as the music oh, yeah. went, like, Samhain's pretty good too. Because it's <laughs> this it's, all day. Yeah. Right. Well, well, yeah, no, okay. This so what? I, I'm actually ignorant about this. What's Samhain? Samhain's like basically the interim between Misfits and Danzig. Okay, so that was Glenn Danzig's was, band. Yeah, in, it was Glenn Danzig. Before uh, he just went solo or Danzig. Look it up, but it didn't involve anybody from, yeah, it, the, it, Misfits. from the Misfits? Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember who. I gotcha. Yeah, you're right. This uh, Jay, you are correct. This is a great titty bar song. Oh, yeah. That's great. See that? Yeah. 
Do you guys ever get into Monster Magnet? Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Did you like? Uh, were you more of the uh, the? Uh, 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 um, uh, I'm trying to think of their. Uh, 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 what the fuck was the name of that song? It was a long ass song. Uh, their first one. Uh, you talking? Oh, the. Um, you're talking about their supersonic. Hit, so, so to no, speak. I'm not talking about Space Lord. I'm talking yeah, okay. about their no, first. Yeah, yeah. I was into. I, I know the, if I heard it. I was into initially the older stuff, the really more psychedelic shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you get the longer stuff. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, there's actually like I remember this being a good song. You know what's great about this song, though, is that um, Grant Morrison, who's a, a writer and writes for a lot of different comic books, wrote for the X-Men for a while and introduced a lot of crazy characters. And one of them is named Negasonic Teenage Warhead. And that, that character, they're actually bringing that character back. Yeah, this song. Some, uh, this is a great-ass yeah, song. Yeah, a great song. We should play some freaking Sam Hand. Uh, yeah, that dopes to infinity. Yes, this album is fucking awesome. This band's great. And I what, what was the album that Space Lord was on? Power Trip. Yeah. So, not not their greatest album. Power Trip still has some good shit too, on it. But I don't know what Power happened Trip with it. Power Trip was awesome, man. I somebody not the whole album, but I mean the song Power Trip is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this is like psychedelic metal. Totally. Same thing you just did. All right. <laughs> yeah, I remember when when Space Lord was popular. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who? These, yeah, these guys are going to be huge now. Like, what's happening? Right. Fucking. It's like somebody, some record company said to them, "Hey, we could really polish your sound up and get you some radio play." And they're like, "That sounds good." That's a really hard. I mean, I'm not even judging when I say that. I don't know what decision I would make, but as a fan, it definitely affected their music. Definitely affected the sound. They were a lot less freakier. Well, that would probably be so making burgers again or not making burgers again. You know, I mean, right? Uh, that's again, yeah, not judging. <laughs> And I enjoyed this song way better than Space Lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is one of the better song, songs yeah. on this album, definitely. Isn't that Rob Zombie's little brother or some shit like that? Is there a relation there? No. I the, no, so. that was, uh, that was Power Man 5000. And yet, the band never really got... They ended up being, in most people's eyes, like a one-hit wonder. Like, every once in a while, they'll play Space Lord on the riff or something, but... What happened to him? Drugs? I don't know. I didn't really follow him. Yeah. I also think, too, this was like maybe a result of, because I was working at a music store at the time, this was probably a result, too, of fucking rock from like, in 97, it started getting slim pickings in rock music for just as far as good mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, but yeah, Pantera yeah. pulled through. Pantera yeah. pulled it through. You know, you had Metallica doing God knows what the fuck Metallica was doing. Bob you know, Rock. You, that's Allison. when Megadeth puts out Risk. Metallica's been, hang- piece of shit. They've been hanging on to yeah. rock with like just their fingertips right now. Yeah, you know, Marilyn Manson was on too many drugs. 
I mean, what was well, Lane Staley was officially in hiding and doing too much heroin, as we know now, waiting to die. Uh, Soundgarden had broken up. I mean, it yeah. was the it late was, 90s. It was, it was a weird place for rock music. So yeah. maybe it was and just it was like, they're like, now's techno. our time. Yeah. Nobody's around. Let's do this. I don't know, man. I mean. Well, yeah, because. That's when that, Matchbox 20 became a hit. All right. Enough said. That's, that's that when Creed? you. Didn't Creed come around right around? At yeah, the same exactly. time. At the, at the same time, you're seeing the commercialization of new forms of music like rap and techno right yeah mm-hmm. and when did slipknot come out again everything happens in cycles because if you think about think about how popular disco music was in the 70s and how you got this rock movement that was a push against that what did you get as a result of anti-disco metal and punk Mm-hmm. that's where metal and punk came from it was like oh you're gonna go that way we're gonna go completely the opposite direction yeah but you also took, too, you took this r&b is... and made it into funk and then made it into disco and we took r&b and made it into rock and roll and made it into metal and punk but it was to just me, two different paths here's where punk started becoming the parody of itself this is not punk but i mean this is not punk this is pop but this is when the yeah. producers got a hold of it and went, all right, now let's officially ruin this genre as well. Well, yeah, when they were looking for the next Nirvana, they came across Green Day. And they were like, oh, these guys got some catchy songs. This is Green Day. I didn't say they what this uh, was. Oh, oh well, yeah. Sorry. Easy. And then from Green Day, you had kind of a resurgence of what was considered punk, but really... I mean, it's like what they did with country. They made a pop song, they put a fiddle in it, and they're like, there you go, there's your country hit. Well, they made a pop song, and they made the guitars they distorted. put tattoos in it. Yeah. And made the guitars go chugga-chugga, and you got a <laughs> punk song. Now all I know is metal sucks nowadays. Uh, Not all of it. It's most of it. Uh, yeah, most of it. But there are, there are still some gems. I just, I, I like the local shows, man. For, the, for that kind of music, I like to go to the local shows. If I want to hear you know, just straightforward metal, you got to go out and see it live because every city's got some sort of yeah, scene. Right. Yep. I'm going <clears> to see some ground. Out in cool. Kalamazoo, they got a pretty decent metal scene out there with some good bands, too. Going to see some grindcore on Saturday. Yeah? Yeah. Going to Detroit Pub. Uh, my buddy, What's the band? A reptilian brain. <laughs> At least I, I think that's what it said. <laughs> Used to be, uh, it's former members of uh, All Creation Wept, which I'm sure you probably never heard of them either. But they're no, I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Jim the drummer. I saw them. Jim uh, Kelly the drummer and Chris. I can't remember his last name. Is the singer dude and no, he's and they got. I can't remember the bass player. He was from Comet Bar. Oh, you saw much Comet? Yeah. Okay. Wasn't I'm trying to remember? I'm trying to remember the night. I, I Does know, a drummer no, play with triggers? Yeah. Yeah. Jim, yeah, 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 yeah. He was fucking insane. He's, wait, yeah. wait, like, holy shit! Something. Have they played in Houston, Texas? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I doubt it. The Reptilian Brain intro, not? I don't think so. No, they're just no. Yeah, they were cool guys too. Yeah, yeah, they're they're really cool. So I was actually uh, hanging out with the singer's son, who's like 22, at the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I'm old, and I was like. You know, I brought up all creation weapons. Like, oh yeah, I know all those guys they used to jam in my basement. I was like, uh, I was a little kid. I'm like, oh my god, I'm fucking old. So we have finally what were you looking for? Reptilian brain. I don't think they have anything out. They're they're pretty. They're working on an album. Or are we looking for uh, like what's good metal? Yeah, I guess so. I don't think they have any music, man. They're so low tech fags. 
Oh, no, here you go. I don't know. I think Look I've already talked about Gojira a couple times on this podcast. Look up. Yes. Uh, That's uh, who I like. Gojira. Gojira. Go look up, uh, what is it? Live music thing. Yeah, that's it. Featuring Zach Wilde and Getty Lee. <laughs> yeah. Like that that might very well be Zach Wilde playing guitar on this, but I'm sure it is. Because <laughs> yeah. he did the he did voice it, but I don't remember Getty Lee ever being on the show. Now you have me just curious. If he's on it? Yeah. I can't remember. Because <laughs> that's still shaking. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> a picture of him just staring at the. Is it a poster of Zach Wilde that he's staring at? The creature must be blind. And blow the magic horn. How long is this? Fucking forever. This wasn't in the. The whole song wasn't in the episode. Is he riffing this or did he actually write out these lyrics? This <laughs> is just insane. They actually have Getty Lee's name on this. I just wonder if at the end he comes in and does like a bass line. <laughs> <laughs> Laptop, Chris. The Jays get hungry. Might, <laughs> might go after it. No Getty Lee. All right. <laughs> it does look like you could just eat all of ours. <laughs> <laughs> Things ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's badass. Jay has the pit bull. Freaking Ferrari. I don't like the matte finish, though. Boo hoo hoo. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to show up, you know, fingerprints and scuffs and all that. If it, if it were mine, it'd be covered, half covered in stickers already. So Yeah, if it was mine, it would be too. There's something I haven't mine. outgrown, my love of stickers. <laughs> I can't help it. It's great now with kids. They always got stickers. I'm like, yeah. what, what stickers you got? What do you got? <laughs> See, I, I got an R2-D2 for my uh, vaporizer nice. and uh, what you call it. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, everything has got stickers on it. There's stickers all over my keyboard, but those are uh, to show me, remind me of my uh, shortcuts ah. for my edit, my program. Zoom in and out and shit. Hell edit yeah. Edit and drop markers. Learn your keyboard shortcuts. It'll cut your editing time in half. Macros. Yep. 
Yep. Get your email on a macro? No, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. You know, I come up to hit a web a page, and I just hit a button, and it fills out my email. Yeah, oh, yeah. Another macro is my password. No, I don't do that. My one is actually, it, it does my email and hits tab, and I hit another button, and it does the, I could probably have it do the password, too, mm-hmm. but I have it do the password separate. On another I have one. a program uh, for, what do you call it? It's a little translator program. That, so when I can tell it, you know, when I hit this key, make it this command. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I have one of those because my I use this little uh, Apple keyboard for my PC because I like how slim it is. That's and it sits very nicely on top of my actual keyboard, my like little MIDI keyboard. And uh, yeah, so I repurposed some of the buttons. Like I had to I get rid of. Oh, I got rid of the caps lock, made it an insert button, which Macs don't have insert buttons. Right. But that's a marker. That's how I drop a marker in one of my editing programs. Having that on a, just hitting a button. When I'm actually like editing down, when I've already bounced it down and I'm just chopping parts out, I'm doing it almost entirely on, on the keyboard. Anyway. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you just summed it up. <laughs> it's funny, man, because there's a, a guy Scott and I used to hang out with that was so much like that all the time yeah about that loud just always on 10 blah 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 yeah he talked to you about anything drummer in my old band we always used to joke did you know what you know what a sentence you'll never hear people say hey where's timmy you fucking know this motherfucker <laughs> if he's in the building you know yeah from the time he enters to the time he leaves like you know this mother it's just how he is he's a loud dude he's always on he's all his goes to 11 yeah to, to paraphrase spinal tap uh yeah I'd say John goes to 11. I'd say even close to 13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have a sick joke that I play on people for when they first meet John, is I'll introduce John to these people with the knowing that they're not going to be able to escape John's verbal clutches for the next half hour to 40 minutes because he will talk their fucking ear off until, you know, everybody's like, when you need to get the fuck out of a conversation, you're just like, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. I don't know what we're yelling about. Yeah, you don't know. This is how it is. Yeah. You're right over there. Sorry. Are you touching yourself over there? No. Aaron just uh, you know what? It's, well, we were talking about. I wish I had found this earlier. We were talking about Nirvana earlier. <laughs> Apparently, there's some new circle. Kurt Cobain documentary coming out. I'm sure Courtney needs some more money. Where uh, Frances Bean is talking about her father for the first time on record. This is, but the quote was, "I don't really like Nirvana that much. I'm more into Mercury Rev, one of my favorite bands. Brilliant Oasis and Brian Jonestown Massacre. Pretty fucking awesome. That's pretty. I don't know if you guys awesome, are familiar yeah. with any. Well, yeah. I know Oasis. You must know but i know brian jones tom Masker. yeah i yeah. love that man yeah, they're fucking awesome well a lot of people have heard them and don't know it if they have hbo they huh. do the theme for boardwalk empire oh no shit yeah the little bluesy guitar song at the beginning when the uh beach is washing up bottles on no <laughs> go back further <laughs> not this record actually it's really weird there's two iterations of this band they had this original lineup of people who all played, all had kind of vastly different ideas of what they wanted out of a band. And they described their mixing process as like them all sitting at the console fighting to have their part louder. And it was like, you had your kind of traditional guitar player, drummer, bass player, but then like a uh, violin player. And uh, this maybe what you're talking about? No, this is still the, this is... Like, one of the main guys, the songwriter that wrote all the poppier shit, went on and kind of reformed Mercury Rev. 
This is the second version of Mercury Rev. Maybe this is what Francis Bean looks. I don't know. This song's not bad. But if you want to hear the weird, weird shit, like uh, anything off of your self-esteem or um, I guess you could do uh, Chasing a Bee or Snorry Mouth. <laughs> Play some Snorry Mouth. I just want to see your face when you hear how weird this music is. <laughs> You're making these up? No. Okay, this is off the first album. This is called Something for Joey. This is one of my favorite. Ron Jeremy's in the video for this one. He's somewhere in there. This isn't a brainiac at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. There's Ron Jeremy flying through space. Uh, kind of out of tune. A lot of different instruments. Nobody's really playing the same song. <laughs> it's yeah. brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, man. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> that woman had stars on her breasts. Yeah, if they would have just showed the titties, it would have been better. Yeah. This is a very entertaining video. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook, following us on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. Thanks for all of the new followers on Twitter with Unregimented. Appreciate it. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free by clicking through the iTunes banner on ChristopherMedia.net. Android users, you can find the show on Stitcher Radio. If you like what we do and you would like to show your support for us, you can donate to Christopher Media by using the PayPal button on ChristopherMedia.net. Please click through the Amazon banner and bookmark the page. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, it will help to show your support for Christopher Media. Every Monday through Friday, you can check out a new episode of a Christopher Media show. Monday and Thursday, you get Unregimented. Tuesdays, you're going to get the Weisman Podcast Nugget, which is the precursor for the big show on Fridays. Wednesdays, you have the Projection Booth. Check those guys out, projection-booth.com. A lot of buzz starting to circle those guys. Check them out. Even uh, we were interviewing a podcaster from Canada a few weeks back, and he shouted them out. So they got reach. People like them. Check them out every Wednesday, Projection Booth. ChristopherMedia.net. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. That's who we use to host all of the Christopher Media shows, and when you sign up for HostGator by clicking through our link, you're helping to support ChristopherMedia.net. Well, we certainly talked about music. Yeah, no. Check.
Yeah. That could be a multiple day discussion. You think weeks worth of shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else? Rand Paul running for president. Rand Paul, how do you feel about Rand Paul announcing that you knew he was going to announce? Yeah, he's going to get crushed. Yeah. They're going to crush him. Republic, Republicans are going to crush him. I will be very, very, very surprised There's if no they way. don't. There's no way that he's getting the nomination. No. I, a chance I, in hell. That would be a Republican that I would probably come close to voting for. Yeah. Because you know, it's like, okay, finally, somebody in this country's fucking woke he's, up. He's not going to be able to do what he says he's going to do, but. Yeah. Well, let, let's talk about track, it, But his track record proves that, you know, he goes that way. Yeah. So. Did you hear his announcement at all, Chris? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Basically, he was saying that he wants to uh, give you give citizens their privacy back. I'm listening. And uh, take away the government's right that they seem to think that they have to uh, listen to all of our conversations and read everyone's emails. That was a big part of it. I applaud was, your. Was, uh, also, I applaud your pri- candor, sir. But good luck. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, right. I know. Well, I, I also like the fact that, and I kind of, I'm reading into what he said a little bit here, but he said he's going to try to, like, get rid of all the laws that, like, are aimed to target minorities. I don't know if you heard that part during the uh, speech. I'm, I'm not, I'm paraphrasing. I know uh, I like am. Like Civil Rights Act? I'm thinking, like, into, like, the drug war kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. he's going to kill the drug war. Because he, he even said about, you know, ra- radical Islam that he, uh, yeah, pull that shit up. Um, he wanted to name the enemy. He's like, we cannot fight a war anymore that we don't have a name for the enemy. And he says, let's just face it. It's radical Islam. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Radical yeah. Islam. But I don't know. Why is everybody so afraid to say it? I don't know. He's, but he that, that, said it. That's I mean, too much judging. Even though people judge that, well, other people, people all the time, they can't, they have a problem when he, when they do it out loud. <laughs> On the record. Well, no, just maybe it's a it's a welfare thing when it comes from, you know, maybe it, it could make you a target. I mean, there's a, let's face it, there's, I mean, there's an episode that I had a title for that I totally changed a title for because I didn't want any trouble. Right. It was when, uh, well, if they say it, then it's an official jihad. To, well, to that's the, what I'm the, saying. The, you it's, know, it's, you it's don't, official. Th- th- that's... Let's face it, that's a group you don't want their attention, man. We already got it. Yeah. We and, already got it. And, and these types of people are usually reacting to just headlines, too. They're not even reading further into what's actually going on. But look they, at the shit that so happened. So-and-so said what? That shit I'm that happened in France outraged. was because of a cartoon, man. I mean, these motherfuckers are crazy. Don't piss them off. I mean, the terrorists have one. We're second-guessing shit like that. You can't push it around. That's why... Uh, well, he was also that's talking why they're about... That's why they're heroes. Why, that's why everybody involved with that Charlie Hebdo magazine are all fucking heroes. Yep. Sad. Yeah, it's but, sad, but they're fucking heroes. They are. They're like, fuck you. Man. We're still going to say what we want. Our, our opinions are as valid as yours, and our, my, our opinion is your God sucks. Here's what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it? As long as, you know, know. It, it's... The thing is, it's like, how do you put a face on radical Islam? Like, how do you do it? Like, what do you, what do, you do? Like, you know... 
you lessen government, you like open well, up more routes for Sharia law kind of things. Right, know? because, well, to, I, you know, to I want lesser government, you stinky fucker. To, speaking of terrorists, he just dropped a bomb in the studio. That's nerve gas. <laughs> uh, yeah, to abstract it even further, you're just fighting terrorism, and that's just a concept. Right, it's like the war on drugs, the war on terror. They're, right. You, what are you fighting? And, you know, like we've never no had. End. We've never had a successful war on the abstract. Right. Even the, even wars where maybe you could argue that, that some good has come out of it, like the war on cancer, right. has driven research certainly, but our yeah, the, we have made advances, but you know, it's kind of astounding how long we've gone on concentrating on this is one disease right. and making so little progress on it. But I think mostly it's because we we have this mindset that it's all one disease. We've categorized all these different diseases as cancer, but actually, I'm not going to talk anymore about cancer because I don't know shit about it. But if you want to know more about cancer, on the media did two-part series last week and this week on it, and it was fucking brilliant. Highly recommend listening to it. But what was I talking about? Why did I talk? Start talking about cancer? Uh, terrorism. 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 Yeah, when we <laughs> we try and fight abstract uh, abstract things, try and make a war on disease, war on drugs, or a war on anything, you're never going to be successful. Right. It's like, it's a, yeah, a war on evil. But they were doing on NPR, the, on, uh, I think it was on all, on all Things Considered, they did a couple stories about homeless, homelessness in America. And they're... Good God. Yo, sorry. The reporter was in Seattle because there's a high population of homeless people and, and and it's not even just like you know crazy people and drug addicts it's like you know since I lost my job I can't aff- afford this sky high rent that everyone's charging but um, they had this in order to fight the problem they you know made some new branch of government and appointed someone and their mission was to eradicate homelessness in, in the city. I think it was in Seattle. And it's like, you can't think of it in those terms. You're never going to eradicate it. You can only minimize things like this. You can minimize disease. You can minimize terrorism. You can minimize war. You can minimize drug abuse. You can't fight it. You can't eradicate it. No. You're fighting Nothing. human nature. Yeah, yeah, right. Right? Right. Some people don't want to be homed. You know, put it you in know? a home or whatever you're homed. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't want to be homed. Some people don't I, want homes. Some people don't. They just I got no man. I don't know if it's so much like they don't want a home, but clearly go. they were given a certain set of choices in their lives and you know Some people just make sometimes sometimes life just has a way of putting shit upon you and and there's not much you can do about it but right. in most cases there's there's choices that are made sure and you know you, you chose to either you know i don't know integrate into society or just fuck it all and not be able to hold down a job even enough to pay rent it's just easier for you to 
not have any responsibilities. I don't know. I have no idea what goes on in the mind of somebody who ends up homeless. Drugs and alcohol. Yeah. That's what goes to their minds. Yeah. Like, really. Or, like, really hard times, you know? Some people just fall yeah. on really hard times. Right? Uh, I, on I'm, or alcohol. I'm no stranger to yeah. that. Yeah. But I've never been homeless. He's managed but to live indoors this whole time. I have. <laughs> But Rand Paul was also discussing, um, like cutting our cutting, going on the getting the budget back to like what we're actually bringing in and not borrowing any more money. Like just mm-hmm. cut it all the way back to that. Like over three trillion dollars. I, I can't remember what it is. It was three trillion a, a year. Right. So this is in. about cutting spending. I mean, yeah, did well, he get cutting specific. Spend, yeah, he did. He actually talked about like getting rid of like the subsidies to other countries. You know, like countries that like if they're burning an American flag, you don't get any subsidies. You know, like yeah. millions of dollars. He was saying we're funding a lot of these countries to to be rising up against us, and if you're against us, then you're not getting any of our money. Plain and simple. Okay. He, and he also talked about like not building bridges over there over there but building them over here instead like putting that money you know foreign aid money he's like we're not going to build up countries that are just trying to destroy us i don't know if if it's as much it's not really that much money though hey when you take money for foreign aid and stack it up against money spent on foreign wars and the military industrial complex in general it's a drop in the bucket i mean i'm not saying that he's wrong but there's uh if you want to look at at ways to actually cut spending on something there's much more effective ways to go about it well he did note other things i'm just yeah. giving an example of well, all right no i mean he, he wants to bring the money home that's what he said you know, i want to i want to bring it here you know we need to prop up cities like detroit and you know st louis and he, he, you know chicago like yeah help out the cities like help build better america i don't know if it's and an I mean, either there or if it's rhetoric or whatever but I just fear for this nation becoming closed off to the rest of the world because the economy is a world economy. I understand that. And if we think that we are impervious to uh, financial collapse as a country, like, you know, shit that that, uh, is going down in, in countries like Greece, where it's just fucking falling apart. I mean, I don't know. Bringing up ideas, man. Better ideas than I've heard of a lot of other candidates. No doubt. You know, or not candidates, but you know, people running. Fool tonight. Like losing everything I want to talk about. Yeah. I don't know. What else? <laughs> I felt like there was a lot of things that I had in my head before I came down here. Yeah. What else has been going on? There's a new unarmed black man shot. Yeah, in the back, they brought murder charges up on him. Yeah. On the cop. Yeah, on the cop. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's been fired already. Yep. What's, well, they're bringing what, murder charges on him. Uh, 
what city was that in? God, I don't know. I heard it on Detroit today, so right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just heard it on the radio today. I just hit the news today. There's a um, kid in the Bronx who was running from the cops and tried to jump from a building and fell and died. Jeez. Tried to do some action movie shit. Well, so what I heard, and this is a, there's actual video footage of this. So uh, South Carolina, there's a traffic stop. There's an altercation. I guess the the cop shot the guy and the guy ran, or he drew on he, him. No, I thought he was running and he shot. He definitely yeah. was shooting at him as the guy was running away right well you know i can bring it up on here can you bring it up on yours i'm sure you can find video of it it's not a long video from what i hear south carolina cop shoots man at gas station no oh shoots unarmed man guy running away man he just shot him right in the fucking back this right here yep let's see that we're gonna watch some we're gonna watch a murder (laughs) yeah you are i don't know yeah you're gonna watch a murder if you watch that video i don't know how comfortable i am with that quite honestly i just watched it so you don't have to all right well that's up to you i mean no it doesn't matter i can i can imagine what went on it's a it's a black man running away and a cop fucking right. literally shoots him. I didn't see exactly what happened. Like I saw the like guy already, kind of on the ground. Like as is soon this? as I realized what I saw with Eric Garner, I was really wasn't too comfortable with knowing that I just like yeah. I don't know. Like what happened to like maybe there's some things we shouldn't be. I don't. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of that any of the the terrorist videos i haven't watched like no, if I've it's good video like this is good for like the police to be able to get for evidence I've, but like yes, do we need yes, to be no. putting it out yeah. for like I, yeah. i've been the guy pulling up, you know, that kind of video off of a video recorder so you know i've seen a, a rape murder on video that's just that's seeing somebody's last breath that's seeing somebody's yeah. child killed yeah, that's right. somebody's parent like i don't know like i maybe i, I got i got no i, I like get that, it you know? no like, I, hey dude it's not for everybody yeah you gotta but just kind of compartmentalize that shit where does this fucking crazy shit come from i mean to sh- regardless of the circumstances why are you shooting at an unarmed person right especially one that's not running at you it looked like it was a fat cop that couldn't do shit is what it looked like uh, uh, do you want to see the video is this really oh, this is like uh no i'm fine um is this from watching too much TV? Like in the last 50 years of television, we've had cop shows where people are running away from them. They're shooting at them. Freeze. Pow, pow. I got a feeling this is a fucking like, Hollywood fake. <laughs> you think the video is a fake? Yeah, it's a fake. No, I'm calling on. it a fucking fake right now. It's a fake. Yep. No, it, yes, it is. This is a good way. No, no, this is Nobody's really dog. surprised. It's wacky Because this is dog. things that we're starting to understand that are going on all the time. Yeah, I'm sure and it's it only on the fact. The well, it's only I mean, the fact hey, that hey, it's being has, has there been a videotaped now? Nah. Has there been a funeral for this person? What? I mean, I don't know. Come on. It's still a fake. <laughs> Hollywood can do lots of good things, man. Wag, no doubt. Wag the fucking dog, dude. Wag Why would the dog. they? Because there's two cops that killed black men and they got off. With nothing. So wag the dog by making a video of a white cop blasting a black dude and he gets murder. That is an interesting theory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's totally conspiracy theory. I, totally <laughs> nut job thought. But I mean, I'm just saying like, yeah, like really, I, I, I'll, it'll never, ever come out. It'll never come out. But yeah. It's wag the dog. I'm calling it wag the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Washington can pull some fucking big lies off. I can just see Obama. Oh, let's let's make a video of a uh, um, white cop shooting a black man the back while he's running away i can't do obama's voice so <laughs> i'll just talk like this and keep his voice i've got all right did you see the rock and jimmy fallon do the lip sync battle no that's some funny shit you jimmy fallon fan uh, meh not in particular is he a good host of a talk show yes yeah is he a good yeah. comedian no I'd, I'd say he's talented though i mean like as far as musically talented he's he's funny as shit he does some funny ass shit does some pretty good skits
one of my favorite Madonna songs. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> The lip sync, they don't have them very well lit. This shit is stupid. I just can't get into this. Like, I know it's the new thing. And they have TV shows dedicated to it and all that. But this shit is stupid. Have no discernible talent at all? Yeah. Pretend you're doing somebody else's talent. Like... (laughs) I can't. Be- I didn't realize how much it had caught on. Like, there's a whole TV oh, show yeah. of people lip syncing. Right here. What? This is it. This oh, is this that show. Oh, I thought this was on his show. No, this is lip sync battles. Oh, yeah. he's he's on a show he's called on a show. Li- yeah. No, Jesus H. Sure. Christ. Yeah. See, there we go. Right. <laughs> what right. the fuck is going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's all celebrities. Like, that come this out is the type sync. of nonsense that I would expect in his show, but this goes on all the time. Yeah. He's got a whole group of people with him. Oh, yeah, See man. why I can't wait to get rid of cable? Yeah. I mean, this isn't even cable. No. Jeez. Uh, I just fucking watch Netflix if I watch anything. Yeah, dude. My life on TV is snippets. Like, it's just snippets. I see, like, shit like that. Like, maybe, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Like, and then I watch it again. I'm like, that was pretty gay. I liked it the first time. <laughs> I think I'm ready to re-up my Netflix subscription. I know you're planning on doing that anyway, but I might need to jump on that early. Don't do, don't <laughs> do Hulu. Uh, don't do Hulu. Oh, it's... Uh, dude, Daredevil's coming out uh, tomorrow? Day after yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. On Netflix? On Netflix, yeah. And I love House of Cards. And I gotta see some of these documentaries everybody's watching. Yeah, what did I just watch? Oh, The the Woman Who Wasn't There. That was a fucking... The woman Who tra- Wasn't There? What's that? What a... Tra- it's a I terrible, can't watch this. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it's this, this woman who claimed she was a 9-11 survivor. Okay. Like had this elaborate story. This. Yeah, this guy with a red bandana saver. Her husband died. Her fiance or husband died, and blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. Six years, it all goes on. She's like the head of the the survivors, nine eleven oh, survivors. Jesus. Really? Yeah, she's like like huge group, like in this huge group, right? And uh, yeah. <laughs> And she was all fake. Yeah, was she all made the whole thing fake. up. Huh? Yeah, she, yep. For attention. For attention. Yep. The New York Times called her out on it. Like, they have any right? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no I, I know. I kid. No, was a trip. They've had, was a trip, but they though. certainly had their, uh, their fair share of reporters making up stories, even at the New York Times. Yeah, well, they the group people, actually, there's a couple people in the group that were that had done their research on her before that. And yeah. They didn't quite believe her story. Yeah. But they never said anything because, like, you know, everybody, she's. It, it, probably a lot of it was why. Why why were you trying, like, tear down this person who. Well, right, right. Like, oh, my God. Seemingly, on the surface, it seems this? like she's yeah. trying to help other people, too, you know, certain groups and all that. And you could argue that she probably did help a lot of people. She she did, actually. Yeah. yeah she helped a lot of people. And, but to, and to find out it was all a ruse is just, it's yeah. terrible. Like, she was living this total facade life of, you know, just lie. How do you do that? I don't know. That's it's amazing. The lie mm. she had to live for six years is is crazy. Like it just kept feeding off itself. Right. It's like Don Draper, but he just doesn't talk about it. Mm. He doesn't watch Mad Men, do you? I 
I've watched like the first two or three episodes yeah. of the first season. Well, it, it's no secret, but it does enough to know Don Draper's got bitches all over town. Over the course of many seasons, you realize more and more about his life. He's taken out a completely different identity from who he used to be and trying to leave his and previous life behind. And didn't we come up with you could make a drinking game out of Mad Men? Take what? drink when they drink. No, every time there's a, someone smoking a cigarette, take a shot. Oh. Be drunk after the first three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was Philip Morris's way of officially funding the whole show. <laughs> 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 Gotta look deep, man. Man, Jay is in Conspiracy Corner today, man. Yep. No, you know, it is, though. It's a good thing that that show has as brilliant a cast and, and assortment of writers that they do. And everybody loves that show because if it was just mediocre, it'd be like go, people would be outraged by the misogyny and the smoking. But speaking of smoking. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's not network TV. That's probably another reason why they're getting oh, yeah, away yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. Same reason you can get away with saying shit on satellite radio. And fuck. Well, you can say shit on TV. Not on network, but... Yeah, no, it's not about network. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. My ears hurt. Okay. And I'm sure yours do as well, person listening. Hey guys, thanks for listening, thanks for clicking, thanks for liking, thanks for sharing, thanks for subscribing for free by clicking through the iTunes banner on ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for telling a friend, I probably already said that, but that's how important it is because that's how podcasts work. Uh, We drop every Monday and Thursday, check out all of the other shows on ChristopherMedia.net. So stay tuned, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise.